It's so stupid. I've been doing a lot of praying on my knees, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing something on your oh, knees. Damn it. This is a. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Savage Podcast. Welcome back, guys. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to another episode. Episode two, <laughs> 201. Is it actually? Yes. My God. We'd be around for a long God time. Goddamn, we know Rose. how to talk. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? If one thing's for certain, we are very good at talking nonstop. Speak for yourself, Rose. Uh, <laughs> I was speaking mainly about you. Excuse me. <laughs> I feel like I barely talk, to be honest. Um, most most people that know me outside of this podcast Daniel, environment. They, Daniel, when did you get so good at lying? They, are you the Israeli government? Oh, oh she. Oh, God damn, I Rose. said it. Well, well, say, <laughs> it's a well, little too soon for that. <clears throat> before we get into the stories, guys. Um, (laughs) (laughs) why are you getting so serious? I I don't know. No, I was. What are we doing before we get into the story? Before we get into the stories, guys. Um, if you're not already, (laughs) check out our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash The Savage Savage Podcast. Podcast. Um, you get exclusive content. We do a an exclusive episode every single month. All the content on there is ad free. Yeah, and you get it before the public. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's a fun time, you guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and you get a shout out. You get a shout out. Speaking of shout outs, mm-hmm. we've got a new Patreon member. We do. It is Lara. Lara, welcome to the Patreon family. Welcome, Lara. Thank you so much for joining. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want your name shouted out, make sure you join mm-hmm. right now. God Link is Balari. Link is in the Shar Nights. <laughs> it's in the Shar Nights. <laughs> um, so, yes, guys. Uh, well, you know. Lots going on. <laughs> Once again, lots going on. I know we haven't really talked about the Israel-Palestine situation since that video that we did. Yeah. Just because I feel like, A, so much is happening every single time. Uh, and obviously, like... Every wh- day, it's like something new. <sighs> well, you know, it's still an ongoing situation. Mm. And basically, you know, Israel's just dropping bombs, fucking drop, drop, drop. Left, right, and same. And I can't remember the last kind of update. I'm sure, like, everyone, whoever is following it, they've been following it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we haven't been, like, talking about it every single episode. Mm. But, so, right now, at this moment, today is what, Daniel? Today what? is November 20th, Monday, November 20th. So, this has been going on since October 7th. So, it's been, like, fucking... A long time. A month and a half, almost two months now, mm. that this has been happening. And, basically, the death toll in Gaza is, like just unbelievable okay so at this point the numbers that we know right now the palestinian death toll in gaza strip rises to thirteen thousand since october 7th so that includes five thousand five hundred children now keep in mind that so many people are still like stuck under the rubble so mm. that doesn't count all of the different people <clears throat> like I feel the like un, un, unfound people exactly I guess, right? so there's people probably missing like these are confer- confirmed death mm. tolls right but there's people stuck under the rubble there's also people that don't have enough food still fuel mm. um hospitals are running they don't have like anesthesia so like kids are getting like amputated without like anesthesia it's fucking crazy like it's absolutely insane um so now finally because there is you know so much pressure mm. from everyone like not everyone but from like so many different you know people around the world i think that's why they're finally kind of having a discussion mm. about hostage releases yeah <clears throat> it only took them this long oh well this is the thing the, okay <clears throat> i said it before and i will say it again let's hear the, it rose <laughs> Tell us. The the entire point of this was never about hostages. It was never about Hamas. It was it was always about gaining more land. And it's more it's so obvious mm. to anyone that pays attention for more than two seconds. Yeah. Uh, because basically, first of all, they were like again, first they were like carpet bombing everything, and they were just like fucking throwing so many bombs into Gaza, killing so many people. Mm. Um, and second of all, if it was about hostages and if they didn't want to target civilians, why did they shut off food, water, water, and electricity in the first place? Mm. And why are you just like fucking bombing the living exactly, crap out of Because if, you don't, if you don't know where the hostages are, 
You could exactly. be bombing them. Exactly. So, and some hostages have died. We don't actually know how they died. They could have been killed by the bombs that you've been throwing all over the fucking place. Okay. Yeah. We don't fucking know. Okay. Um, so anyways, so they they did that. And then at first they were like, oh, so all of the people in Northern Gaza need to go to Southern Gaza. Mm-hmm. So they like evacuated quote unquote like forcibly evacuated all of these people so this happened like i don't know a few days ago Mm. where like a bunch of people in northern gaza were like you know forced to evacuate given like a few hours notice they were like okay you need to leave again it's so insane just like picture this is like it's so easy to talk about it Mm. and you know we see pictures of it and you know but it's like imagine this happening to you right like imagine someone's like you need to leave your (laughs) fucking house you don't have really enough time to like bring anything you need to leave because we're just going to bomb the living crop but out the sc- of your neighborhood. This, exactly. The scary thing is, though, if you think about it, it's not just about like, well, it is about leaving and stuff. But it's like if everybody in the community is all leaving at the same exactly. time, it's chaos. And they don't have fuel. Like mm-hmm. they were all just like walking and just, yeah, it's just it's insane. Mm-hmm. And some people can't leave. That's another thing. Like some people are not mobile. Like some people are not able to, you know, walk on their own. Maybe some people, again, are I don't know. Like, there's, it's just all messed up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they, like, moved to southern Gaza. And then the last time I heard, they were like, oh, you need to actually leave southern Gaza as well. So, basically, they're just trying to take o- take over Gaza. Yeah. And it's very, very obvious if you look at, like, any, like, what some of these people are saying, what even, like, you know, Israel, some people in Israel are saying. They're basically, like, Gaza is ours. And it's very, like, colonialist talk. It's very mm. much like, oh, we're going to take Gaza, essentially. Yeah. So again, like I don't believe for a minute that it was about hostages to begin with because why are they doing this now? Mm. You know, so now it says Israel Hamas close in on hostage deal amid mounting scrutiny of Gaza death toll. Mm. So now that what, how many people? 12,000? 13,000. 13,000 people have died and counting. Yeah. They are finally discussing potentially freeing some of these hostages Mm. for a pause in fighting. And you know what's kind of scary with this stuff is like the death toll is probably never going to be known uh, like officially. Yeah. Because the thing is, is like there's events that happen and I'm not comparing this to like what's going on, but like sometimes there's like a famous um, landslide that happened in in close to Calgary um, and all this rubble came down the mountain basically. And because it's so expensive and you know, there's the huge boulders and shit. They never yeah. moved any of it. So there could right. be like, they don't know how many people are under there. It could be. And it's the same thing here. Like they're, you know how expensive it's going to be to clear up some of this shit. Right. Exactly. So they might just leave some of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who knows? And if, if I don't know what's going to happen with that area again, mm-hmm. like Israeli forces, oh, they also went in. So now it's like yeah. they did a ground invasion. And then, so like now the, the, the people, the Israeli government is in there idf but how, um, do, how are people still out there being like free the hostages because the thing is of course free the hostages right yeah, yeah yeah but yeah like exactly like how is that you're like the the only thing that you're saying yeah like of course we all like nobody's saying like fuck the hostages like we're like yeah mm. let's free the hostages but yeah. how are you how is that your only kind of like thing that you were talking about yeah you know like it's insane to me like you were talking about 200 something hostages which for sure need to be freed mm. but you know like committing genocide is not gonna free the hostages right so it's like it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah um and it's like yeah how are people still like i stand with israel because they're so brainwashed like yeah like they're they're so brainwashed and then they did this thing so honestly like it would be funny and it is kind of funny but like it's not funny because it's so like sad but basically so they went into um israel not israel they went into gaza yeah and they were like oh we're gonna so a few weeks before when they started carpet bombing Gaza and everything, they released this like fucking AI footage of the, one of the main hospitals in Gaza called Al Shifa. Mm-hmm. And it was like just like this, you know, like computer generated image. And they like they released this kind of shit as if it's like proof. They're yeah, like, yeah. this is proof, even though they like made it on their fucking computer. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this AI generated image of basically Al Shifa hospital. And then they're showing underneath the hospital that there's like Hamas like military base they're showing like the hamas like they're saying this is the hamas headquarters okay so this is because there's this is always their excuse for like bombing everything yeah they're like oh hamas is like you know operating amongst the civilians yeah they're using the civilians as human shields therefore you know we can just kill all the fucking we'll just go in there and just open fire exactly yeah um so then they and they pretend that they're not that's not what they're doing but it's just like look at the death tolls okay they speak for themselves um so basically they release that footage so now they actually went into gaza right so they went into they took over al-shifa hospital killed a bunch of people in fucking al-shifa hospital as Mm -hmm. well and they um basically they they made these videos and they were like 
look at these videos. And then like one of the videos was like the, I can't remember if this was Al Shifa, but it was like somewhere in Gaza. Mm -hmm. And then this guy that like works for the IDF, he's like one of the main guys. Mm -hmm. And he like goes and he's like, look at this. This is proof that, you know, Hamas is operating here. And he like, he like points to a like a piece of paper on the wall, mm. which by the way, again, they're not allowing, they didn't allow journalists to go in and like do their own private investigations. Yeah. They only allow like, I can't, I think, I can't remember one of the, I think CNN or something. They were like, yeah, they're not allowing journalists um, unaccompanied by like Israeli forces. So basically yeah. if you're a journalist, like, <clears throat> you know, working for CNN or something, you have to go in with Israel. They're basically controlling the narrative, Yeah. which I'm sorry, if you have nothing to hide, why would you not want a third party in there? Could you not investigate? go in? Could you not go in with like a Israeli forces though, and then leave and then comment after? Well, I don't know exactly. Well, maybe you won't get like, invited back in. Or you, I, I don't exactly. Exactly. I have yeah. no idea like how, but basically I've had like one of the journalists said something like, yeah, like it's very um, limiting what they're allowing us to, mm. to report on or something mm. like this. I can't remember. It's kind of like when you hear about those, those people that go to like North Korea. Exactly. And I'm North like, Korea is like, okay, they'll like watch everything that you're putting exactly. out and like edit and like so all that shit. How do we realize that that is propaganda, but we don't realize that this is not pro like this yeah. is also propaganda. Yeah. Like if you have nothing to hide, buddy, get the get UN in there, get CNN in there, yeah. get the journalists in there and show them yourself. Like you posting your own video that you filmed is not like proof. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like again, it's like the same thing as <clears throat> well, me sending you an article telling you how great I am. Yeah. And my I'm the only source. Yes. <laughs> Well, Rose, you have done that before. I mean, I do you, it all the you, time. You sent me many articles about and how amazing proof, you are. And it's proof, Daniel. Yeah. It's proof. So Un Unrefuted proof. Exactly. So then the, he's like, there is a list. And it's it kind of went viral because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like a piece of paper. And it look, it again, it's in like Arabic, okay? Mm. And it's like, there's like it looks like a chart and he's like oh this is like a chart of like the hamas like i, I can't remember what he said and then people people that like spoke arabic are mm. like um it says like monday tuesday wednesday it was like a schedule oh for like the hospital yeah and again like even if it had names of you know mm. hamas militants or whatever how's that still proof you could have written that yeah like, I could, like what the fuck? but how embarrassing is it that he didn't know what it it's said so and it's like monday tuesday wednesday <laughs> And then they did this other video and they were like, yes, we were going to prove that Al-Shifa hospital is like the Hamas like headquarters barely proved anything. They had like a few guns, like a few weapons, like if you're a headquarters, there's going to be some like, oh yeah, there'll be a lot of shit, shit there, barely anything. And then <clears throat> they also were like, oh, we're going to post it uncut. No, no edits, blah, 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 posted it, deleted it, reposted it. And people were like, oh, there's actually like a cut here. And also there's like. They like pointed at some laptop and was like, look, this laptop was used as like a, you know, Hamas, like whatever operating thing. Yeah. And then in the original video, there was like a very like kind of faint, you know, there's like a screensaver or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there was like a picture of like, I, what I, I think was like an Israeli like soldier, like a woman that was like, I don't know, in the IDF or something. Yeah. And then they like reposted it, blurred the laptop and repost it. Why do you need to blur the laptop? Yeah. Like, why do you need to blow the laptop? You know? But do people, like do people have the original footage so you can yeah, see it? Yeah. There's, yeah. I, I have it somewhere. Yeah. Um, just shit like this. At this point, even... Because normally, mainstream media is always on Israel's side, right? Yeah. Now, I think it's shifting finally a little bit because mm -hmm. the bullshit is just so... Bullshitty? Bullshitty. <laughs> and it's like, it's just so obvious. <clears throat> and finally, like, you know, even... People at like, I don't know, BBC and CNN, they're finally starting to like question these people being yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know, and like, look at all these lies. Like basically one of the reports I saw was from BBC, which usually are like always on Israel's side. Mm. But he was like, look at all these like lies from Israel being like, oh, look at this thing from Al Shifa. None of this is proof. And even if it was all true, even if you took everything at face value, believed everything they said, yeah. it still doesn't justify all of the killings yeah. and all of the insane amount of, <clears throat> you know, deaths of literally 5,000 plus children. Yeah. <gasps> but I think, I think honestly, that's why, like, you know, 
at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff that has gray area, right? Like you, yes. know, you can get into an argument, you can get into to, to a debate. You can have two countries that are like, or, or two yeah. different opposing groups at each other. And it's really hard to like distinguish, you know, which kind of side you want to be on. You know what I mean? Sometimes it can be like that, right? And I think what's happening here is what Israel is doing, it's just becoming more and more blatant mm-hmm. to, to the global media. And I think that's why, like to this point, is yeah. they're closing in on brokering a deal for the hostages now, all of a sudden, because the tides are shifting. Yeah, I And people yeah. are starting to question and be like, okay, well, hang on a second. Like 5,500 kids that we know yeah. of yeah. have died. We don't know about all the mm-hmm. other ones that are under the rubble or somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, dead as well. Like it's starting to become like a po- to the point where it's like, okay, this is actually ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was from always, the beginning. But always, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So in the beginning, maybe people people were confused. People mm. don't know enough about Israel and, you know, Palestine. They don't know enough about what's going on. So I can understand people being confused. Mm. And, and then in Israel, I think they get a lot of propaganda, so much like indoctrination from but, a young and, age. And, that, and that's hard. Like you have to think about like, yeah. no, it's not hard. But I mean, if you grew up in a society where we're plugged and sometimes this is why I sometimes question myself. Like I'm wondering, mm. like, is there something like, you know, is there something that we are exposed to all yeah. the time that we kind of just take it for face value, but outside, you know, totally yeah. are like, what the fuck? So it, it's hard when you grow up from a child and you're told a certain narrative. Yeah. Like <clears throat> I think a perfect example was that documentary or that, um, what was that thing called that we watched? The- oh, we watched this documentary called Israelism. Yeah. Where it's basically about, um, which I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about people that like Jewish people that grew up um, learning that. In U.S., right? Yeah. Mostly yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. Because they, they do a, like, because I think a lot of U.S. people, they really push the Israel narrative. Right. Yeah. I don't know if like in other places in the world, Jewish people are always like, I don't know how much they're taught that like they need to go to Israel. Yeah. But I think it happens more in the U.S. Because yeah. you know how like the U.S. Israel like, you know, relationship. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So basically it's about, yeah, mostly people in the U.S., Jewish mm-hmm. people that were taught from a very young age that Israel is like their homeland. Yes. Even though they were fucking born in Massachusetts, yeah. you know, like, well, and I, fuck I, you. <laughs> and I thought it was quite powerful because yeah. one of the main girls that's in it, she was like, I was taught, yeah. you know, from this whole time. And then she actually was like, I'm embarrassed. Like she, when she starts learning more about what's going mm-hmm. on and stuff, she's like, well, hang on a second. This is not what we were taught. Yeah. And then she actually gets angry and frustrated and tries to go back to the, you know, institutions. And they're like, you're anti-Jewish. Yeah. You're this, you're that. Yeah. And she's like, well, no, hang on a second. I'm not. I'm just questioning some of these things you guys are teaching us. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I think a real, really telling thing for me again is the fact that when she goes to Israel, <clears throat> she meets um, some people that are on like, you know, with or not with, but are Palestinian and they take her through their part of the, of the area Yeah, and they take her with open arms and they say, look, you know what? We have nothing to hide here. Come and yeah. see what it's like for us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously, we're not bullshitting here. And I think for me, that was a telltale um, yeah. sign because you're right. Like, if there's nothing to hide, same with, you know, what's going on right now, like Israel would be letting journalists to go exactly. in and letting people to have like an unbiased opinion on yeah. what's happening. But obviously if you're trying to hide stuff or you're trying to like, you know, manipulate what's going on, you're not going to allow that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to me, I was like, that's the biggest thing where, yeah. you know, someone that's not as close to this, I take a step back and I'm like, okay, well, what is actually going on here? Yeah. Like, how come, you know, you see this, this girl being able to welcomed with open arms on the Palestinian side and they, they talk openly and they're not like aggressive or anything to her, but that's the, like, no, that's another thing. That's exactly. the narrative that they're also taught that like yeah. all the Arabs want to kill them. Exactly. Right. This is the, the narrative that they're taught in Israel is that all these Arab, Arab countries just hate you and want to kill you. Yeah. Like, and that is so, first of all, like, would you not question like why do they want to kill me? Like exactly. why would you just randomly want to kill me? Yes, some people are insane for yeah, sure. Some people are. And there's definitely like, you know, there can be th- things like that for sure. Uh but it's like would you ever question like okay, so wh- like wh- why why and then also like think about the fact that there are Jewish people that live all over the world mm. that are living fine. Like yeah. yeah, yes there is anti-Semitism for sure, but it's like you know, I would say that if you're in Israel, you're probably in more danger because of this current situation definitely right but then they make it seem like okay we, we have to protect israel this is the only way we can be safe mm. and it, it's just i it's it's just so yeah so that's why the movie was so good because it's told from that jewish perspective because it's like it's i think it's really like telling that mm. these people where they grew up and they believed one thing because that's what they were told. Yeah. But then they saw the truth and some people will deny it and they won't listen to it. Mm. But some people are open-minded and they will try to, you know, 
see a, that perspective. They weren't taught about like the first Nakba, which is basically when in 1948, when all the Palestinians, like like 700,000 Palestinians were like either expelled or killed like or something like this. Stuff? Yeah. Basically, like, literally kicked out of their homes mm-hmm. so that Jewish people could move in and make it their land, essentially. Yeah. So that's what happened in 1948. And they said, basically, when they were um, evacuating North Gaza, mm. they were saying this was the second Nakba, basically, because they were doing the same thing. Yeah. And there was a woman that was like in her 90s or something that was, that was going through her second Nakba. So she was evacuated forcefully. Fuck. I know. Uh, in 1948 and then she experienced the same thing which is so fucking crazy yeah and so anyway israelism really good movie so it's about like a bunch of jewish people that finally realize like Mm. oh my god like we've been taught lies like you know this isn't true and you know i'm not a self-hating jew because that's Mm. what they always they always say that yeah people always like you hate yourself it's like no it's not about it's not even being it's not even about being jewish exactly and, and, and again like if you have nothing to hide and you have nothing to you know and you have a strong foundation of what you're standing on yeah you wouldn't flip that easily and be like oh well you're a self-hating jew that's why exactly because all they're what? asking exactly. is for answers they're like hey they don't go up to the institutions and are like super aggressive and mm-hmm. you know all this stuff they're just like we have questions mm-hmm. we we want to know about this and they're like well nope nope you're self-hating yeah and it's like well no, you're anti-semitic a exactly let's have why a don't discussion. we have a discussion exactly and they won't have a discussion so exactly. that to me is like the nail in the coffin yeah, to I be know. like mm, anyway so it's fucked up yeah. and the problem is i feel like I, I don't know what's gonna happen um but israel like they have other they i think they also want to go into like lebanon like they've been doing shit to lebanon as well like mm. i've been doing some research about that too like they've uh, they've done in the past they've like bombed lebanon they've killed a bunch of people in mm. lebanon so I, like they have more they have a very sinister agenda if mm. you will so I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully they can stop this current situation um, and actually release the hostages and, you know, deal with the occupation. Fucking end this fucking occupation. Mm. I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I honestly like I would like I would mm-hmm. like for it to happen. But I just think you're, you know, in our in the what, seven, 75 years that this has I been know. going on, like the chances of it ending now. I know, but I think there's, I think we've never seen as much public pressure until mm. this point. Yeah. So like, at, first of all, like so many people being killed, like, I, I don't know. I can't remember. It was the UN, someone in the UN basically said never in my entire, like, you know, tenure as, or what, what is it called? Like entire time in the UN yeah, my have career. I seen yeah. this many kids or this many people being killed in such a short period of time. Yeah. And this is just unprecedented. Like it's just it's unbelievable, he mm. said. So it just shows like how extreme this is. So I think in some ways, because it's so extreme, people are now seeing the truth of it and also because of social media and mm. like us actually like people being well, able to have an <clears throat> actual, you know, footage of what's happening. Like exactly. the number of dead children I've seen. Mm. Like, it's insane. Well, it makes you wonder, too, like, in the past when we learned about these conflicts, right? It's been going on for 75 years. I've always mm. heard about, like, honestly, throughout my childhood, yeah. throughout my... Oh, there's always conflict in Israel, right? <clears throat> and if you think about it, like, even just now, how the IDF was, like, controlling the media that's going in there. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, that's that's not new. That's been going on for years. But in the exactly. past, like, when I was growing up, like, I don't recall, like, too, too much about it. But I know it was in the, in the news mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they probably, you know, would have been the IDF controlling the narrative that's going out. So people would have been more supportive and not really knowing what's going on on the other side. Totally. Whereas now, I think you're right. I think there's more awareness because of social media, because of all this, you know, other, you know, um, uh, pressure from other external mm-hmm. groups and stuff so i think there's more of a um, uh holistic view as to what's going on and not just what the idf is pushing exactly so and yeah. they are getting pressure i mean and also the u.s government to be mm-hmm. fair because they were the ones you know the u.s media the government they also controlled that narrative as well mm-hmm. but now yeah now that we have tiktok and <laughs> yeah. like literally tiktok like the amount of footage like the amount <coughs> of actual videos that were posted on tiktok that actually shows like so much is insane and if you look at it, like it's like anything the IDF posts, it's all very marketed. It's like very Curated. strategic. Whereas, like literally, the Palestinians are just like filming dead ch- children on their phone, like filming a fucking amput- a, a, someone that got amputated, yeah, like someone that's crying over their you know fucking uh, entire family being killed. Mm. So it's like you know, come on, come on, guys. Okay, if you if you're still thinking like oh like this is a fair game or this is some kind of 
you know, war between two countries. Like you are so fucking deluded. I don't even know how to talk to you. <clears throat> like I'm, I'm sick of talking to these people at this point. Cause it's like, you say anything and they're like, what about Hamas? I'm like, this isn't, it's not about fucking Hamas. Mm-hmm. It's not about fucking Hamas. And also you're creating more Hamas members. Mm. Like, I'm sorry. Well, like you just killed everyone's family. Like you're creating more militant people by continuing this fight. Anyway. Oh, God dang. Oh, anyway, hopefully this will end. Yes. Um, but you know, my, <laughs> I'm not very optimistic. No, me neither. If anything, if 75 years or I don't know how many years, God, 70 years, 75 think, years. Well, I think the one thing that it's interesting because you mentioned, like, I wonder if there's something that we are unaware of because mm-hmm. we were brought up a certain way. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, one thing that's really fucked up, which I feel like is something that we were brought up because we're in the Western world and stuff mm-hmm. is just seeing like almost a normalization of seeing Middle Eastern people being bombed or like yeah. in war. You know what I mean? Like, I almost feel like that was so normalized to us because it's like, because remember when the Ukraine thing happened and refuge or like being refugees, like, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Because that's like the image that we always got, like, you know, 9-11 and then like war in Afghanistan and Mm. Iraq and all this stuff. And remember when the Ukraine thing happened and all the journalists were like, oh my God, it's so weird to see Europeans being refugees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, in one way, in some ways that's fucking racist as fuck. Yeah. But also it was like, I was like, that's kind of, true in a weird fucked up way because that was the only thing that we ever saw like of them you know we don't see them living their normal lives Mm. like all we see is just them being you know bombed or they're they're in war or they're like terrorists you know yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like i think that's the one thing that i feel like we grew up just almost like internalizing that kind of image Mm. so i think that's another reason why so many people are so quick to be like these are just terrorists and you know, like we need to worry about the hostages because it's like, you know, we're always we're taught in Western media, like, you know, uh, brown people are the terrorists. Like, mm. no, like we never we still do not name like white shooters as terrorists. You yeah. know, it's always a it, it's, it's always a, a mass shooter. Yeah. Mass shooter. Yeah. But if it's somebody that's, uh, you know, of different ethnicity. Exactly. Oh, it's a terrorist attack. Exactly. So I mean, exactly. So it's like it's that's. I think that's like still kind of ingrained Ingrained in in all of us. So we're so used to saying the word terrorist when it comes to Mm -hmm. literally like I've never heard that being like somebody that's not that's like white being called a terrorist, even Asian, like my Asian, like, you know, like so that's like so fucked up. It's crazy. It is actually crazy crazy when you think about it. Like it's it's so stupid because like really when it comes down to it, like we're all people Mm -hmm. regardless. Like it's the dumbest thing ever. Like, but you're right. We do get these like preconceived like not even Mm -hmm. preconceived but it's like what we're taught and grew up with Mm -hmm. and you know um but hopefully some of that stuff is starting to change i think so i think it's starting to change Mm -hmm. i think well i mean for some of us not for all of us yeah um but like yeah i mean yeah well it's like it's like some people you know if you're of of a certain ethnicity you're like more likely to get like strip searched in an airport or like you know all of this think about 9-11 like after 9-11 the amount of people like anyone with brown skin Oh, like I, I imagine them flying like yeah. anyone with like a turban, anyone, you know, I, I heard like they were stopped all the time. Mm. Like even at that time, I remember hearing stories like yeah. of people being like, I was discriminated against. I was like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. You know, like, but it's like, that's the thing. That's because we're pushed this narrative that mm. like we don't see them in any other context, but like, oh, they blew up an airplane. What the fuck? Yeah. That was like how many people that was not even... And, you know, oh, they're all fucking terrorists, even though there's like, I don't know how many people that are like Muslim, but there's like a fucking bazillion people that are Muslim. Yeah. And none of them, they're not all fucking blowing up airplanes. Like, fuck off. It's like saying like, you know, if we have somebody that's like a mass shooter that happens to be white, it's like all white people, they'd be crazy as hell. They'd be getting their guns, (laughs) shooting everyone. It's like, well, no, that's a select one or a few people. And let's not, and let's not pretend that like there weren't, you know, governments and people doing crazy things in the name of Christianity or, you know, it it happens all the time. But it's like, again, because who gets to control Mm -hmm. the narrative, you know, it's a bunch of white white people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, speaking of that, I did see a funny thing, guys, and I I might, you know, rub some people the wrong way. Oh, God. (laughs) But I saw this thing. I think it was on TikTok or maybe it came up on just like Mm. my Instagram feed or whatever. And it was like, 
I don't even know if I should say it. It was like, okay, say it. No wars have ever been started in the name of Satan. You know what I mean? Like nobody's uh, been like, you know what I mean? Like it's always been like something that's true. else. It's always in the name of the Lord. Like the Lord Jesus. Allah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other gods are there? So many. Now, see, this is why I like Buddhism. Mm. Because I mean, do people fight over Buddhism? I don't think so. But I don't know. Maybe there has been wars on I don't Buddhism. Th- no, it's about peace. Okay. Peace and love. Um, I mean, I generally just don't like religion, period. Okay. Mm. So, um, like fuck that. I just think <laughs> I just think it's very like the thing is the thing with religion that bothers me is I, I I like think it's like you know great everyone has their own yeah. belief system everyone has their like what they believe in and all that kind of stuff. Where it bothers me is because like I just see it in practice like just from growing up with religion and like like seeing it firsthand. It's like people get really really opinionated. Mm. They get like very. Um, what's the word where it's like you just believe that your religion is the only way to live like i would i would be more understanding and and actually appreciate religion more if people were very like let's say i had a a belief in one religion you have a belief in another Mm. but we can all hang out together it doesn't matter it like we can talk about our religions but it's never like that it's like yeah i think i'm better than you because of my religion i think you should convert to my religion because my religion is the only one that's the right one you know if you want to go to like out of like the hundreds of religions that are out there somehow you you chose the right one. Exactly. Like I used to remember it's like so dumb. There used to be these, um, I think they were Jehovah witness or somebody yeah. that used to come into the grocery store that I worked at a lot. And I remember just like, I always chat with everyone. Um, yeah. I'm not really a talker, but you know, um, <laughs> not much of a talker, no. but I chat with everybody. And, and I, we would just be having a chat. And then I remember them being like, and me just saying like, we were talking about religion or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I don't really like believe, oh, you know, God. I was like, I respect people's religions and I respect what people yeah. want to believe in, but I don't personally. And they're like, yeah. Oh, well that's just because you haven't found, you uh, haven't found salvation and you haven't oh, found this oh your savior and i'm like okay fuck off you know what i mean like at that point i don't want to talk yeah. to you anymore fuck off i'm going to the gay bar yeah exactly <laughs> it's so stupid i've been doing a lot of praying on my mm-hmm. knees okay <laughs> you've been doing something on your oh, knees God damn it. this is a pg podcast people don't think i'm a slut um you know that this is the thing yeah people can believe whatever they want mm-hmm. you know freedom of religion that's great yeah i don't care but it's like when people use yeah religion as you know a reason to feel a better than somebody else and be like an excuse to do like crazy violent shit i'm like what the fuck okay thou shall not kill is your fucking first commandment Mm -hmm. it's interesting because i have friends well people i've met throughout Mm -hmm. life and of of some all different types of religions and there's been some that have been amazing like there's Mm -hmm. some of my friends that are very religious And they're very open-minded. They're very sure. like, you know, but they just believe what they believe, which I, I respect that. Yeah. But then on the flip side, I've met people. And I remember like I met somebody when I was in Spain and they were super following one religion. Mm. And and you could just feel like that they were like judging you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, because they didn't drink. They didn't do a lot of other things. And like, you know, even if I just had a glass of wine with dinner, I like felt like yeah, yeah, I yeah. was being condemned. It was weird. And I was like, I don't want to hang out with you because you make me feel like shit. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you do that. Oh, you drink coffee. If only she knew what you did in that. I know. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. I was like, it's crazy. But then I have some friends that are like Muslim yeah. that are very like, you know, trying to yeah. set me up with manses and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, it's like such a well, that's the thing. It's like the thing is my biggest pet peeve is when people think that because they're religious, they are good people or mm. that they're moral. Yeah. It's just so untrue. First of all, you can be religious and a good person for sure. Yeah. You can also be religious and a shitty fucking person. Yeah. It does there's no relevance to ethics whatsoever when it mm. comes to religion. I hate when people are like, Oh, she was such a good person, a church going I don't give a fuck if church you were church abiding, going. Do you, you know, know? The, the kind of shit that goes on in the fucking church? I know. Fuck you, okay? And there's plenty I, I actually would say that a lot of people that don't believe in an, any religion, um, a lot of them are actually just generally ethical people because they won't do bad things just because they're bad, not because there's a risk of going to hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if you have to believe in a god to not do something shitty to somebody, mm. Is that, does that make you a good person? And also, you know, I, you guys, again, I don't want to go too down this rabbit hole because we could definitely go down this rabbit well, hole. We are going down that rabbit uh, hole. Oh, God damn. We're halfway down. We are halfway down. <laughs> God damn. I'm trying to poke my head back okay, up. Okay. We started, we started the segment with Israel and Palestine. This so I think true. at this point, I mean, it, it's all, yeah, <laughs> it's all um, out there. 
<laughs> but my thing is that, that I think to myself is like, you know, again, you're right. Like if you're doing stuff in the name of like, it's almost like, you know, you, you, a lot of like very religious people that are like, you know, thinking they're holier than now and thinking that there's such good people. Actually, there's an element of like narcissism and selfishness because yes. like the only reason that they're doing a lot of these like kind things for their God yes. is because they want to end up in heaven, right? Absolutely. Like it's not because out of the kindness of their heart, they're like, I'm a selfless person exactly. doing this. Whereas if I do something nice for somebody, I'm not religious. So mm-hmm. I'm just doing something nice for somebody, you know, yeah. I'm not thinking, Oh, if I do this, I'm, I'm one step further on the gateway to fucking <laughs> heaven, you know, like, totally i already know where i'm going okay (laughs) well that's the thing like at the end of the day again like religious people completely nice people fine Mm. but yeah i do think there are some people that are attracted to religion for that reason they Mm. think oh i'm gonna be saved yeah i'm and then therefore i can do whatever i want Mm. i can do all kinds of shady shit as long as i pray to jesus i'll be fine and it's like okay well no that does not make you a good person <clears throat> just because you believe in a sky daddy. Anyway. Exactly. Um, a sky daddy. <laughs> I, one thing, one last thing about um, Israel Palestine to end on a slightly comedic note, even though it's not a comedic situation. I saw this TikTok of this guy that was, he was like doing stand-up comedy yeah. and he was like, which side are you guys on? And then basically talking about Israel Palestine and some people said Palestine as one guy that was like Israel and the guy that said is he's like okay so like what would you you know what do you mean and then the guy's like well you know like october 7th happened blah 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 and then he's like yeah but you're just watching from this season <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're just starting in this season yeah and then everyone's like laughing and then he's like yeah you know i started game of thrones i'm, I'm sure you'll appreciate this yeah uh this uh, reference he's like i started Ga- game of thrones you know halfway through you know what what uh, the season as well you know and i th- thought oh yeah king joffrey great guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> what does king joffrey do <laughs> he's fucking crazy okay. I remember just being like, if I remember correctly, I haven't watched Game of Thrones for years, yeah. guys. Um, but I remember King King Joffrey. He's like, mm. he's he turns into he's like uh, uh, one of um, Cersei's sons, and he okay. beca- he becomes the king, and he uh, is like just an evil person right like he right. Uh, he slowly yeah. becomes this like evil right. person and then yeah so that was the reference yeah oh i like that so that was pretty funny yeah speaking um, of uh people doing um shady shit scandalous things i you know what guys i don't love these stories but i also love these stories <laughs> um in a sense that like whenever there's a story about like a public figure a politician anything like this where it's like you know they're caught with their pants down <laughs> sometimes quite literally sometimes literally I just love it because like generally it's like these people are so hypocritical they're so and I'm not saying that this person is necessarily yeah but I don't really know much about this person I don't really either I've heard of him yeah all I know is we're talking about he's a Republican um yes. based in I believe New York City um George Santos like I think he's in the New York State yeah he's quite like a famous politician yeah Um, there, he's been in so many scandals. I don't even know, but basically he, so George Santos, um, he's a congressman. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he was, he's accused of spending campaign cash on Botox, Mm -hmm. Sephora, interestingly enough, and OnlyFans, (laughs) which I think, okay. First of all, I would like to know who he subscribed to. mm -hmm. (laughs) Shall we find out? Maybe I don't don't know if it goes into that level of detail. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, interesting. George Santos rose to fame as a pathological liar who lied about everything from being... A, oh, this is how I know him, yes. Yeah. He lied about everything from being a college volleyball star to losing colleagues in the Pulse nightclub shooting, which... Was that the gay nightclub? Yes, yeah. And was later charged with stealing donor identities along with numerous other felonies. Announced Thursday that he will not run for re-election next year. I guess he was running for president. Um, and then the article says, can you believe him? Probably as much as you can believe anything else he's ever said oh my (laughs) i love this apparently this guy again how he's he's been i think when he says reelect i think he's like in he's in congress right like he's not necessarily he's not necessarily like a president or anything but like i think he's 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 running for congress again or whatever okay i don't know anything about okay i don't really know how u.s politics works (laughs) guys to be honest um but we did learn about it in school but i just forgot um but like you know i don't get how politicians because this isn't the this isn't the first case of this happening when they misuse campaign funding right like 
is there not some jail kind of, time? Well, and also, yeah, well, that, and also, is there not like an auditor or somebody that controls the funds? Mm-hmm. Like, how is he able to like siphon funds so that he's able to allege? This is alleged, guys. By the yeah. way, um, to to get cash for Botox, for Sephora, for OnlyFans, for all this like. Ton I know. Of, ton of shit. Like he must have had a credit card, but it's like, don't you have an accountant? Is your accountant just being like, oh, OnlyFans, great. Yeah. That's part of your campaign. And it's just so fucked up. Um, Hang on. I want to find another like, article. That's like basically stealing. Oh, my God. George Santos. This guy is something else. You know, he must be a great politician because politicians mm. that are great at lying are great at their job. So George Santos appears to have lied on camera about OnlyFans usage. So he's claimed that he's never even heard of the site. Bullshit. Such. OK, this is how I know. That's just bullshit. OK. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So like I honestly, this is what I don't get though. Is first of all, you you knew about him because of all the lies from before, right? Yeah. How is someone like this, someone that gets even elected into Congress? Like I know, I don't understand. Is there no like I, I know? I, I think I talked about this before in the podcast where I'm like, if I lie on my resume, yeah, and my boss finds out or my employer yeah. finds out, like chances are I'm going to be fired and chances are, you know, or there'll, there'll be some repercussions, right. right? Like you're not supposed to lie on this shit. You're not supposed to do this shit. Mm-hmm. And yet these are the people that are fucking running. Yeah. The- and they probably won't see jail time at all. Yeah. It says after the house's investigation, which is the house of commons, is it? Oh no. House ethics committee. Okay. Mm. Um, investigation found that Santos had used the money from his campaign committee to pay down. Oh, this is what he did. Pay down personal credit card bills and other debt, Mm -hmm. make $4,127 purchase at Hermes and for smaller purchases at OnlyFans, Sephora and for meals and for parking. Mm -hmm. It was quickly discovered. The Congressman had also publicly lied about his knowledge of the popular porn site. Oh my God. Well, this is another thing. Okay. Can Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So another thing that's fucked up about politics is lobbyists and how you can just basically pay politicians, which is another reason why a lot of U.S. politicians will always side with Israel no matter what, because mm. the Israel, there's like an Israel, uh, what is that, like a- APAC or something? Mm. Um, American Israeli, whatever, that, yeah. that organization. Okay. They give tons of money to different politicians. Right. And so they will never say anything bad about Israel. They will mm. always support Israel no matter what. And, but like the fact that that's even allowed to like be able to just for committees for for you know for example the the gun the gun uh, American, lobby uh, yeah. whatever all of these like lobbyists to be able to just like buy politicians mm. that's fucked up so then what do they do with that money is that just like pocket is that just money for them well no I think a lot of it basically because it's supposed it, to be used for a campaign exactly so and 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 legitimate right. campaign expenses right like obviously if you're running for like election or things right. like that there's a lot of like marketing materials right. so think about all the posters all the right. like rallies that they do all the like fun like not fundraising but like mm-hmm. you know the pins the, the yeah, everything so, so the more money you have the more chance that you have to win because exactly. it's a marketing which game. is why yes which is why the lobbies will give you money because once you win then you can vouch for them exactly so if i'm a it's wealthy corruption exactly if i'm a wealthy lobbyer our lobbyist organization. Yeah. I'm going to put a lot of money behind my behind a politician that's got my best interest in heart, right? Yes. So I'm like, you know, for example, if I was like the American Rifle Association, obviously more likely yeah. going to be backing Republicans. Yeah. So we're going to put a shit ton of money in there, right? And then you I just know, can't believe this is even allowed. <clears throat> I know it's crazy, like, but, but it's legit corruption. Technically, though, like like this, what he's doing, like those funds that they're getting, right. from You're my understanding, you're not supposed to use it for OnlyFans. Exactly, it's not supposed to be misused. It's not supposed right. to be used for like you know your politicians to subscribe to fucking OnlyFans. It's mm. supposed to be used for campaign expenses, and there is supposed to be like stringent audit on this stuff. Totally. Um, so I don't know, but it happens everywhere. Like we've had situations of, of like politicians here in Canada. I can't remember what this politician's name was, but she like went down to Vegas or something and you It happens like, all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, where is the like control here? Like mm-hmm. it's crazy because like yeah. you think about like when you work at a company or something, yeah, you get a company credit card, but like they audit your expenses. Like yeah. you can't, I can't just like take the company credit card and just be like, damn, drinks on me. Well, unless you're a CEO or one of the executives, that's, that's then true. you could probably spend all kinds of shit. That's true. Which that's has happened things, many times before. Yeah. That's where things get a little bit yeah. crazy. Oh my God. It says at least one OnlyFans model claims that Santos was a subscriber to their content. One such model, Layla Lewis, c- claimed on X, which is formerly Twitter, so mm-hmm. stupid, yeah. um, that Santos had been a subscriber and that she had raided his dick. <laughs> Can we look her up? 
<laughs> you want to see what I want to see who she is on his on her on your phone. I don't know why I thought he was gay. I thought he was too. Yeah, I don't know why I, I did. I think it's because in all Maybe of his pictures, part, he uh, he looks very. Uh, I think there was a story about how he like he was like a cross dresser or something. Mm. I don't know. This this man is all over the place. Okay? I know. I have no idea. Apparently, okay. he did jail time in Tibet. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding. These, this guy's been everywhere. Hold on. I, I need to see if he was a crossdresser or if I, am I just like co- confusing it with somebody? Yes. George Santos admits to dressing up as a woman, but denies he was a drag queen. Oh, yeah. So there, there was also con- like mm. some drama about that because he yeah. obviously he's like Republican. I think he's like, again, against like drag queens or whatever. Mm. But then like the, all these like pictures resurface where people are like, um, you're in drag. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, OK. Yeah. Um, <coughs> like I just like, you know. Why, why, why would you want to lie so much? I know, it's so dumb. And it's so verifiable, There's you know? P- you know what? I, 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 guys, I can't deny it. There are pictures of me out there somewhere on the internet. Um, Layla Lu- No, I don't want to subscribe to no. her. Hold on. Can you just like... Images. Oh. oh. She got some big, big boobs. Big. Massive. Massive big boobs. Big watermelons. She, she, she got that thick body. Mm. Um, but what I was going to say, guys... Holy, imagine those big boobs. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they look, they look, they huge. look huge. They literally look like watermelon. My back's getting sore thinking I about know. it. I know. That's the thing that that's like, you know, that hurts your back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> but I was going to say, you know what? I can't become a politician and lie and say that I've never, because you know, there are pictures of me floating around the internet dressed as Britney Spears. So <laughs> <laughs> I look hideous, but oh, you know, I don't know where they are, but they're somewhere oh. out there in the ether. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find them. Okay, There's some controversial uh, pictures of you as well. There's some very controversial mm-hmm. pictures, guys, that I should probably take That's down. That's why you should never be, you could never be a politician. I can be a public figure. It's never going to happen. For several reasons. <laughs> all right, next this po- story. This podcast. This podcast. All the shit we talk on this podcast. All the podcast. shit we talk about. Controversial photos. Oh, my God. There's probably photos of me stumbling out of a nightclub. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, yep. it's been there. I know. See, my dream of being prime minister is just Shattered. out the window. But maybe people would relate to us because we're like relatable and like I'm not going to li- I'm not going to lie about it. If someone's like, hey, have you ever dressed as a woman before? I'll be like, yeah, there was a gender bender at my school <laughs> and I dress as Britney Spears. I would like to see some honest politicians. Yes. For sure. I, like I said, like I said, guys, before we jump in the next story. Yeah. Like I've been saying from day one, I think that there should be some guidelines or some kind of like. <clears throat> and I don't know what it is. I don't know what the magic number is, but there has to be some substance to what politicians are saying to get elected and things. Like if I went on to podium and was like, we're going to, you know, invest $50 million into this and a hundred million dollars into this. I can't all of a sudden then get elected mm. based on those promises and be like, Oh, sorry guys, actually we don't have funding. So we're going to do zero yeah. of what we said we were going to do. Well, there has to be some recourse. Like that's the part where I'm just like, no, you know what I mean? Like yeah. anyway, it's quite frustrating. Mm-hmm. Fuck politics. Mm-hmm. Fuck politicians. Did we want to fuck talk- Joe Biden? Did we, we want to talk about? Did you have a story for us? Rose? Well, actually, I'm. Was that it, the end of the story? No, but there's one more. Oh. But you remember you. Didn't I mean, laugh one thing I will <laughs> mention is that in light of this whole, you know, Israel-Palestine situation. Mm. Um. So Joe Biden. So first of all, another thing that I saw this TikTok. Um. Where somebody was like, "Do you want? Do you want to know why Joe Biden is so like, so like?" always on Israel's side, no matter Mm. what, right? Never, you know, never falters. Always, you know, Israel, believe everything Israel says. Like Never questions them. It's because he like went through, you know, the donors and stuff. And of course, Joe Biden is one of the top recipients. If not, I think he was like literally the first one of donor uh, donor money from the, I think it's APEC Mm. or the Israeli, you know, committee organization in the US. So this is why he like, he... You know, he can't go against it. He can't go against it. Or that's how he feels because there have been mm-hmm. presidents in the past. The thing is, like, we, we, we can blame Israel, but actually, Ameri- like, if America's like, fuck this, we can't do this, Israel's going to, you know, abide by that, right? Yeah. Because they don't have the resources. The resources. Like, they get like so much funding from the US. Mm. So, Joe Biden has so much more power than people realize mm. in this situation. And they've had presidents in the past, even like pretty right wing presidents that have, like, you know, called for a stop to something or whatever. Um, but Joe Biden's just like, mm, eh, whatever, I'm old and I'm going to die tomorrow. Like, yeah, oh God. And also like, and so anyways, a lot of people now, especially amongst like, um, amongst uh, like the Arab population in uh, the States, mm. his approval rating is like literally down the fucking gutter. So now people are concerned 
um you know how like we talked about like elections and mm. how like some people t- choose not to vote yeah and i think this is going to be one of those situations because mm. so many people that normally would vote for a democrat are so some people are just going to sit out yeah interesting that because like imagine that's the thing and i and this is why i'm saying like i can't even blame them sometimes exactly because it's like how can you expect someone to vote for someone even if he was the lesser of two evils mm. it's like barely the, the lesser of two evils by the way but like yeah like how can you expect someone to vote for someone when they have just completely been like yep yeah, okay mm. genocide check speaking of voting so you know how i brought up the australian mandatory right so someone had commented in the comment section and they mentioned that actually in Australia, because you had mentioned this as well, like, what if you don't want to vote? What if you, uh-huh. you know, and apparently they think there's like an option on the ballot to be like, oh, not voting. Oh, interesting. So I think that they have that so option you, as but well. But you have to like go. Yes. That's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I wonder what would happen in a situation where let's say like there was two horrible options <laughs> and like, you know, 90% of the population uh. voted to not vote. What would happen? No. Like, would they be like, okay, scrap it. We got to start all over again. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure that w- I don't think that would like happen. Like, or the if it was like, is very low. Yeah, that's true. It's, yeah, it's very low. Most people will have one. Like, they'll probably pick someone. Mm-hmm. Even like even me, I would probably pick the lesser of two evils. But mm-hmm. it still fucking sucks. You know. Mm-hmm. Like it, anyway. Yeah. Fuck this. Fuck. Next this. story. I wasn't sure. Oh you, you yeah, I had a story. story. Yeah, I did have another story. Mm-hmm. So this story, well, now I got OnlyFans on my fucking phone. Daniel, you you be making me look at all kinds of shit. Mm, not like you haven't seen it before, Rose. Um, <laughs> um, I don't need to look at OnlyFans. Thank you very much. Mm. I know there's free <laughs> there's free porn out there. Oh yes, I remember you saying this. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Here's the thing about OnlyFans. Like, I genuinely don't really get it because it's like again, like. There's free porn out there, people. <laughs> anyway, um, but then is that is that not helping the um, you know, the crea- yeah, I mean, the creators? But I guess there's ad people, revenue. Here's the thing: I think people want. It's not even about. I mean, I'm sure it is about the sexualness mm. of it, but it's like it's about feeling connected to the creator, right? Right. It's like okay, they want to feel like they know this well, person. Because it, it OnlyFans, you could. I think you can. You can, from what I understand, you could like message them and be yes. like. Can be like, hey guys. That's like an extra yeah, fee. I'll pay a little bit more and say like, say my name and then, you know, stick this in your, <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So yeah. um, I think that's what people, I think that's where the, the money is. Mm. A lot of the money. It's like, yes, you have the subscriptions, but then right. you have like the VIP. I, there's this girl that I follow and she's like an influencer, but she also does like OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And she's like fucking in her early 20s or something. She is making like. I think she says she makes like $500,000 a month. That's insane. Like absolute. Like, like I, I mean, you know what? Honestly, props to her because props to her. literally work for a year, save the fuck out of that money yeah. and never work again. Well, she's probably working a little bit longer. Well, I mean, true. Mm-hmm. Maybe two years, maybe three, but three. That's insane. But Rose, God, sometimes I wish I had no shame. Yeah. But like, listen to this $500,000 a month. I know. Think about that. That is, what is that? Six million a year. Mm hmm. Two, three years. It's just like, yeah, I just shoot like, you know, like once a week. I do like a bulk shoot. Yeah. And then that's it. And then it's mostly just marketing. And then like chatting with these creeps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But it's like, oh, I heard her say something like one of her dad's like friends messaged her and was like a VIP subscriber. See, this is the kind of shit. This is why I could never. Like, I could never. It's like, can you imagine? Well, this is the thing. This is like, if you're doing that kind of stuff, like, you know, there is a chance that you're like friends or you're like family. It kind of amazes me that people, you know, go into like, you know, porn and, Mm. you know, this kind of work and they're very like open about it with their family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is amazing to me because I'm like, like, what? Mm. <laughs> like that's good for you. Like, but would genuinely. you rather just be open with your family about it or have your family find out about it? Of course I would rather be open with my family about it, but it's like yeah. the fact that you feel like that's like the fact that that's okay, mm. which I, I mean, again, like I, I think, think that's healthy. Yeah, I think, I think it's that's healthy. good, but yeah. it amazes me because I could never, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like amazing to me that, you know, they're like close with their family and they're like, um, and they're just like openly talking about, you know, how they do, you know, and I'm like, God damn. Mm. It's just like, Wow. Again, like, I think it's healthy. I think it's good. I mean, I don't know if it's healthy, but like, I think it's, yeah, it is, it's healthier than like hiding it from your family or whatever. Mm. But yeah, even just like, what, like, what is that conversation? Hi, mom and dad. I do porn. Yeah. I mean, sure. 
anyway, next story. Oh, last story. This is a fucking depressing story. So though. the world, guys, we're going to talk about the doom and gloom that we haven't talked about for some time. I we think. We haven't. Um, basically, there's an article that says the world's richest one percent. Yeah. Keep this in mind. Contributed as much carbon as the five billion people who comprise two thirds of the globe's poorest in 2019. Mm. So there you go. So this report was published Monday by Oxfam, an mm-hmm. in- independent organization focused on alleviating global global poverty and c- conducted with the Stockholm Environmental Institute. Mm. It found that the emissions of the world's richest richest 1% made up 16% of the total seen oh in 2019, about the same amount contributed by the poorest 66% of humanity. So messed up. In addition, the richest 10% accounted for half yeah. the total emissions. Do we count as that? I don't I know. Wonder. I wonder. Like, I don't know. We, I think. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. There's so many people out there. I don't know what know. is like constituting like what. Yeah. But like, it's just, it's just. I know. So bad. It says, <laughs> it every sentence, it's like a fucking bomb. Okay. Mm. The report noting it would take about 1,500 years, 1,500 years for someone in the bottom 99% of the world to produce as much carbon as the richest billionaires do in a year. Yeah. Okay, let me read that one more time. It would take someone in the bottom 99%. So so that's basically everyone else. Basically everyone that's not a billionaire of the world. It would take them 1,500 years to produce as much carbon as the richest billionaires do in a year. Mm-hmm. That is that is just disgusting. It's because it's a, it's it's excess, right? It's, like it, it, this it's, is what I this mean. This is the issue. It's like things that people oh. don't need. It's just become Private excessive. Private jets, gigantic mansions, times yeah. 10. Yeah. Private islands. Yeah. Like all of this fucking insanity, mm-hmm. you know? Titanic under the fucking uh, submarine. Yeah. Like Stupid shit like this. It's like. <clears throat> I, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's so crazy. This is why some people say it's like, it's like, you know, we can do so much, right? As like a normal person, like we mm. can follow a vegan diet. And and yes, like I still believe that, you know, we should be doing what we can. Definitely. But at the same time, it's like I can almost understand people's kind of frustration, frustration and yeah. lack of wanting to do anything because of stats like this, exactly. where it literally says like the richest 1% contribute contribute as much carbon as the five billion people that are two-thirds of the global's poorest population yeah so that's crazy so like that one percent so like this is the thing that's where the change really does need to happen exactly it's that richest one percent that needs to fucking tax the fucking rich (laughs) and ban private jets like it's so crazy to me yeah like Nobody needs a private jet. Nobody needs a private jet. Okay. All you fucking billionaires get on Lit- fucking business for, class. First class. First class. There okay? you go. Go for nice class. ass first class fucking flights nowadays. Yeah. Like fuck off. And, and it's the, not even, that's just one part of it. I yachts, know. the super yacht, the super yachts. Oh my God. Like, Oh, uh, just to like appease their boredom. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, it's like, <gasps> Oh my God. It's like squid game. You know, at the it's end of the like squid game, at the I end of squid game. That yeah. That like, it's coming out. Season two is coming out. No, is it? In like a few days. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Shut ah! up, Rose. It's not. Ah, I'm I saw I saw something come up on Netflix about a I game, in- but it wasn't Squid, Hold on. Squid Game 2. Hold on. Daniel, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Mm, Squid Game. I think you might be getting something mixed. You might be getting your wires crossed there, Roses. No, I thought it said November no, 22nd. So what I think Rose is thinking of no, is while she was quick, while she was quickly going through Netflix, there's, no. a, there's another show that's coming out that's oh. called The Squid Game Game. Oh, I, I saw it as well, and I got really excited. And then That's I saw it was so just like Squid annoying. Game game. No, I thought it was coming out. Like, look up Squid Game game. That's probably what you're. Oh, that's so fucking stupid. You're right. Yeah. Ugh. the Squid Game, the challenge. I don't want to see that. Doom, <laughs> doom, doom, oh my doom. god. I no, like. When is season two coming out? Uh, you know they need to make a season two of Squid Game. They also need to make a season two of Hellbound. I know that I need was to, so good. I need to figure out what's happening with Hellbound because right at the end, some shit went down. Yeah. And I need to know. I know, so good. So the creators of Hellbound, please. Oh my god! You know what we forgot to talk about? Oh, you know what you need to finish watching? What? Um, the Escaping Twin Flames. Oh, oh. yes, yeah, I'm on. I'm on episode two. Guys, Almost done. does it get crazy? We need to do a deep dive. Yes. We need to do a deep dive. 
Guys, you need to watch this show. It's on Netflix. It's called Escaping Twin Flames. It's a documentary. It's mm. only three episodes. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Yeah, watch it tonight. Um, it's only three episodes and it's about this like couple. internet. It's about a couple mm-hmm. that's like started this like internet cult mm. where basically they're like, you need to find your twin flame, which yeah. is kind of like your soulmate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically these people join and they get like abused. All kinds of crazy. They make them do crazy shit. Like for example, this one girl that was on there, she split up with her partner and they were like, no, he was your twin flame. You need to stalk his life. Yeah. So she did. (laughs) And he got like a restraining order. And she got arrested. She she went to jail. Yeah. And then he was like, she came out of jail and he was like, you know, we're so proud of you for following your destiny to become your Oh my God. And then they like started like talking about her story and promoting her. And she was living back with her parents, still following this fucking twin flame people yeah oh it's so crazy and i'm just like oh my god how are how do people fall for this well they pray on it's sad because they pray on these people like people that are in desperate situations exactly like people that are like i really just want to find love and like i could see that like i want to find love i know but this is another reason why we need to stop like centering everything around finding a soulmate Mm. or whatever the fuck because people fall for stuff like this and you know what's crazy is like the two the couple that does this like if I met them, right? Like I was just right, thinking we talked about, about this. They're not very charismatic. In they're not opinion, very yeah. like drawing people in. So I'm like, I don't know how it happened, but it did. It did happen. Somehow so. they drew people in. I have yeah. no idea why. Cause yeah. usually, yeah, usually cult leaders have like specific characteristics and obviously maybe we only saw certain bits or whatever, mm. but it's just like, I'm just like, Oh my God. I, God I don't damn. know. It's fucked up. You what guys in, need to watch it. It's actually, it's actually so fucked. Some of the things that they, they end up doing or making people do mm-hmm. oh guys go watch it um we need to discuss we need yes. to have a deep dive well maybe we'll do that as one of our pre-recorded episodes oh, yeah, before you yeah, go to yeah. hawaii oh god damn. god damn um yeah okay well thank you guys so much for watching this episode hopefully you enjoyed um if you're not already check us out on patreon patreon patreon.com slash the savage podcast also guys we're obviously on youtube give mm-hmm. the video a thumbs up and you know it's so cute i'm always like we're always both like show us some love in the comment section some people were right r- just wrote showing you some love Aww. i was like oh thanks guys Yes, guys continue to show the love yeah show us some love there the love. yes and then also um if you were listening to us on your favorite podcast platform just hit that follow and then that way you'll get updated as soon as a new episode goes live uh i think that's it Yeah, guys. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.